Have you ever regretted words you said to your kids? Why is it so hard to control the tongue? Let's dig into the word and see what God says about the power of our words. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals only God has the power to tame our unruly tongues. Our Bible encouragement comes from James chapter 3, verses 2 through 12. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth, Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. In his short book, James spends an inordinate amount of time talking about the tongue which produces our words. What we say must be a really big deal, but you probably don't need me to tell you that. In this particular passage, James paints a picture of the dramatic influence our words wield by comparing the tongue to two well-understood objects. A large horse weighing over a thousand pounds, can be controlled by a tiny piece of metal in its mouth. And a small rudder can turn a huge ship 
even against prevailing winds. James also gives a word picture of the destructive nature of the tongue. A single word can spark wickedness that destroys life. In the same way, the words of a mother hold enormous power. Our tongues set the tone in our homes and influence our children and our children's children. Yes, words have a generational impact. We do well if we pay careful attention to the warning about the tongue found in the book of James. I suspect most of us can think of something said to us when we were young that still sticks with us today. I remember being chided by my father for my curiosity. Whether positive or negative, the fact that we easily recall the words today proves James' point about the power they hold. With that in mind, let's consider four ways to use our words for a lasting, uplifting effect. First, we should be quick to listen and slow to speak. So often, we think we know everything we need to know. As moms with our kids, that may even be true to some extent. Nevertheless, when we pause to truly listen to our children, we may learn something new that will apply to the situation. More importantly, we communicate that we value them by listening to their point of view. Second, we should control our emotions before we speak. Nothing good ever comes from an angry retort shot like a poison arrow into the heart of our child. Often, those are the wounding words that stick with them forever. Third, our words should encourage and build up our kids. In everyday life, we can point out positive attributes to encourage right behavior. When we discipline, and we should, we can use gentle words infused with love and sorrow over the offense. When we forgive, we restore the relationship and assure them God will help them do what is right in the future. Finally, we must keep in mind our words represent God to our children. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Parents have the privilege of speaking for God to kids so they can eventually submit to his authority and guidance. Our words should match the character of God revealed in the Bible. If we are not careful, we will give our children the wrong impression of our Heavenly Father. Like a rudder on a ship, our words can guide our family either to or away from God. This is a simple concept, but one that is difficult or even impossible to put into practice. James says no one can tame the tongue. Should we simply throw up our hands in despair? Thankfully, we have a helper to solve this problem. He specializes in rooting out the problem of rotten words at the source, our heart. Yes, words are a reflection of the heart. I don't know about you, but I've often said, oh, I didn't mean that. 
after some ugly words flew out of my mouth. But the fact is, at some level, deep in my heart, I did mean it. I need to confront and confess that sin. And when I confess, God is faithful and merciful. He forgives me and cleanses my heart. He renews a right spirit within me. He gently tames my tongue over time as I depend more and more on him. When you have one of those days when words fly and turn your family in the wrong direction, run to Father for help. He'll restore your heart and tame your tongue to push you back on the right course. Let's pray. Father, you know how easily unruly words come to mind and even fly out of my mouth. Please forgive me and cleanse my heart from this sin. Help me to be a mom who speaks words of life and guides my children to you. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.